Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 19. Today we're talking about blogging and podcasting. Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. All right. Thank you for joining us today. I'm definitely appreciative of you taking the time to listen to yet another episode of Quality Living Made Simple. I am definitely thankful for those of you that have taken some time to go over to the blog and be able to leave some comments and be able to have some interactions there. And so this week I've had some good comments and conversations on the blog from some of the different uh, blog posts that I've had up there. And so I definitely appreciate each of you for that. And with that, I would like to mention that this coming Friday on June 28th, 2013, I will be able to interview John Acuff. And so I have a post on the blog that you can be able to go to and you can be able to leave your comment there or your question there if you have any questions for him and so again uh, not a whole lot of time for you to be able to go and do that if you listen to this episode right away when it's released you'll be able to go there and be able to do that otherwise it'll be after the fact and so that will be airing sometime here in the next couple weeks and so I don't have a complete schedule yet of when that's going to come out Uh, and then also later on I'm going to be also interviewing Pat Flynn. And so if you're familiar with Pat Flynn, uh, you definitely know what an incredible story and work that he does as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we get a little bit further into it here in the next couple of weeks. And so I'm going to open up questions for that as well as we get closer to time that I'm actually going to interview him as well. And so those are opportunities for you there. You can go to the blog at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. You can go to the show notes for today's episode directly by going to simpleliving.us forward slash 19. And so I would definitely appreciate being able to get your comments and feedback there. And so today, the topic that we're going to look at is blogging and podcasting. And so one of the things that was mentioned way back when I started this podcast that I did a questionnaire and some of the feedback I had gotten from several people was that one of the things that helps them to be able to have a quality life or improves their quality of life is reading blogs and listening to podcasts. And so I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about that. Then also there are uh, some people that mentioned about that writing is something that helps them to be able to pursue a better quality of life for them as well. And so that ties into what we're going to talk about as well. And so as we talk about blogging and podcasting, we're going to talk about not just listening to podcasts or reading blogs, but also taking the steps to start a blog and start a podcast as well. And so I am not by any means an expert in these, but I have done them myself and I have learned, I believe, quite a bit during the journey that I've gone through here in the Last couple of months is podcasting and over a year now for blogging. And so I've been able to learn several things, been able to make some adjustments as I went as well. And so 
if you are thinking about starting a blog or a podcast, definitely stay tuned to some of the things that we're going to talk about here. We're going to look at some benefits of both of these, and then also we're going to look at some things that we can do, just some simple steps to try to get started. And I'm also going to point you to a couple of resources that can help you to be able to uh, get a better start. Uh, and so if you need some additional help with that as well. And so, of course, you can definitely feel free to contact me and I can try to help you the best that I am able to. But I also have some friends that are uh, better equipped and they do this professionally as far as how to podcast. And so with that, let's go ahead and jump into just some of the benefits of listening to some podcasts or to reading some blogs. One of the things that is a definite benefit is that you're able to connect with other bloggers and podcasters. And so if you're looking at getting into this, or maybe you've already started uh, with some blogging and podcasting, it helps you be able to connect with others that are doing the same thing. And so that's a very, very good thing because you can be able to get some help, you can get some support. And so I know on 48 days, uh, 48days.net, I've uh, mentioned that in previous episodes. And so that's been started by Dan Miller. And I've had um, at least one person uh, from that site there that I met that I've been able to connect with. And he's been on the show and that's Kent Sanders. And so if you haven't uh, listened to those episodes, he brought some uh, good content uh, for us uh, back a couple episodes ago. And so I don't have the information in front of me, but I believe he was episode eight. But you, I, through the 48days.net, I've been able to make some very great connections, been able to get some good advice, be able to get some encouragement from others. And so there's a ton of people there that are just getting started with blogging and podcasting. There's people that have been doing it for a long time, and they share some of their struggles and share some of their advice as well. And so it's a very great place to be able to do that. But also just going to the blog's uh, sites, and being able to connect with the authors there, it's a very great way to be able to make those connections and you can be able to uh, start to develop a deeper relationship with them as a result of that. And not only do you get to connect with the bloggers and podcasters, but you can also connect with their audience as well. And so you go to the uh, pod, to their blog or their site, uh, if it's just a podcast and they just have a site for their show notes and so forth, and they leave an opportunity for commenting, you can be able to interact with the other audience members as well. And that could be a very good opportunity for you, especially if it's a similar niche, a similar topic to what you cover, you can be able to start to draw from their audience as well. And some people might feel bad about doing this kind of thing, but it's not a one or the other kind of thing. It's not like, okay, you eat at my restaurant versus the other restaurant. No, people consume a lot of different types of content and a lot of people are looking for uh, new ways and other ways to be able to consume more content in those areas. And so you can just provide them with another place to be able to get that. And so then also it can be part of your continuing education and growth. And so I know I've learned a lot and I've been able to grow a lot and uh, been able to take steps that I never would have taken before. And that's a result of some of the different podcasts and blogs that I've been following. And so uh, with that, I just want to go ahead and share just a little bit about what I do 
as far as this. And so there's several blogs that I follow and the, um, and so I, I started back a uh, little over a year ago to really starting to follow some blogs. And so as I started to do that, I started following Chris Licurdo. Uh And so that's chrislicurdo.com. And so at his blog at the time, he was the host of the Entree Leadership Podcast. And so I listened to the podcast for a while and he kept mentioning the fact that he has uh, daily insight for leaders and things like that on his blog and he kept talking about it and talking about it and finally I went over to his site and I started reading the content uh, thoroughly enjoyed it starting to connect with him started to connect with uh, the other people that were uh, part of the blog his audience and there's actually been a great um, connection that's been made between me and uh, at least a dozen of the other um, audience members over there. And so part of the CELO tribe. And so, um, Mark Sievercrop is one of them and he's been on a couple episodes of this podcast and also Matt McWilliams. He was on episode number two. And so there's, uh, been several, uh, great connections I've been able to make and they've been a great, uh, blessing and a benefit to me. And then as well, I've been able to be a benefit to them as they try to, uh, learn and try to grow. And so it's kind of a give and take, or uh, I actually want to change that, a give and receive kind of relationship uh, that you're able to be able to do there. And so uh, and then there's a ton of other blogs that I have started to follow since then. And uh, some of them have to do with leadership. Some of them have to do with um, uh, web design and development. Some of them have to do with uh, just some um, uh, odd different things uh, there that I'm interested in. And so I start to follow some of these different things there uh, to be able to increase my own ability, but then also to be able to reach out and be able to grow my network as well. And so I'm going to go ahead and include some of those in the show notes uh, a little bit more than what I'm able to cover right here. And so, and then as far as some of the podcasts that I listen to, I'm just going off the top of my head as I'm uh, listing these. And so I mentioned the Entree Leadership Podcast, and so I listened to that. The new host of that is Chris Hogan. Uh, Chris Licurdo has, um, here in the last couple months, has gone off and uh, gone off by himself, uh, starting his own business, uh, working with leaders, and doing a lot of different different things with coaching and helping people develop life plans and different things. You can find a lot more when you go to his website at chrislicurdo.com. And so um, the Entree Leadership Podcast is one that I uh, listen to regularly. I listen to the 48 Days uh, Podcast with Dan Miller. I don't usually miss an episode of that. I listen to Smart Passive Income with Pat Flynn. And so that's definitely an encouragement to be able to hear what he does and some of the things that I can try to pattern in my own life as well to be able to try to set up some different avenues of revenue and so which i'm going to be working on here in the near future to be able to set up some of those things so definitely stay tuned for some of that and so i listened to that podcast i listened to several podcasts about podcasting and i'm gonna definitely have some links to uh these as well and so i'm gonna talk a little bit more about those here in just a little bit but uh that's by dave jackson by daniel j lewis and cliff ravenscraft and so each of them have uh, a great podcast about podcasting 
And so those are definitely great resources there. And they have been a great help for me to be able to get established with this podcast. And then also I listened to some podcasting about web development and things like that. And so one of them is Weekly Web Tools by Dave Jackson. And then also I listened to the podcast by uh, Dustin Hartzler. And he has the Your Website Engineer podcast. And so he talks about all things WordPress. And so every once in a while, he brings out something else that is related to web design or web development that is not directly related to WordPress, but it mostly centers around WordPress. And so a lot of great resources here that he shares. And so then there's also a podcast I started listening to. I can't say I've listened to all of them, but I definitely have enjoyed the ones I've listened to. And that's um, Websites Made Easy podcast. That's with Mark and May. And so uh, that's been a great one, too. And so I've uh, also uh, had some other type of podcasts that I listen to. And so some things that are more related to home and health. And so I made mention about the Logical Weight Loss podcast by Dave Jackson. Dave Jackson does a lot of podcasts. And so uh, that's just another one of them there. Uh, Dave Jackson also uh, does one uh, where he kind of focuses and shares some things about uh, his marriage. I believe it's called Healing Our Marriage uh, podcast. And so there's that there. And then there's a uh, another family uh, related podcast done by Cliff Ravenscraft. And so that's a blessing to kind of get a behind the scenes look at the life of Cliff Ravenscraft and his wife. They get on and they share some different stories about what is going on in their life with them and their kids. And so they share a lot of great things there as well. And so uh, there's a wide range of podcasts that I listen to. Uh, One of the most recent ones that I've added to my repertoire is uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. And so I've heard about that for some time, and I don't know why it took me so long to actually go ahead and include that into my rotation. And so that is a daily podcast. Uh, A lot of the podcasts that I listen to are weekly podcasts, uh, but this one is a daily podcast, and it uh, he interviews uh, different entrepreneurs each and every day. Actually, he does it all in bulk, but he uh, puts them out on a daily basis. And so I'm not, I can't remember if that's a Monday through Friday or if it is actually Monday through Sunday, every single day of the week. But anyway, so he puts out this podcast and he interviews different entrepreneurs and he gets their, he captures their passion. He captures uh, different things that they've done and they translate that passion. And I mean, it's a very high impact, a very high passion show. And so I've definitely enjoyed that. And so if you are into any kind of business or leadership or thinking about that, definitely want to listen to his podcast there. And so they will definitely get you energized and help you to be a lot more excited about that type of work. And so that's just kind of a a quick synopsis of some of the podcasts that I listen to. I know there's some that I listen to that I failed to mention. Uh, But again, I was just doing that off the top of my head. I did write down a couple of my stats. I started listening and uh, uh, I use Stitcher to listen to my podcast. And so I know there's some people that use the the podcast app that comes on uh, the iPhone or iPad. And I tried using that. I wasn't too impressed for myself personally. Uh, but if, if, uh, there's different options that you had to be able to use, I personally use Stitcher and I like the way that, uh, the interface is there and 
the usability of it. And so, and it makes it very easy to be able to change the speed of it. You can listen to a podcast at one and a half speed, or you can listen at two times speed. And so I listen to a lot of them at the two times speed so I can be able to get more content in a shorter amount of time or in the, or be able to double what I can listen to. And so it took me a little bit to be able to get used to listening to things that fast. Uh, but I'm definitely used to it now. And so, it's, and then, uh, I was actually thinking about it this morning. I was listening to entrepreneur on fire and I mentioned the fact that it's very high passion and very high, uh, impact there. And so there's a lot of uh, excitement that's going on in that show and, the level of it just by itself is extremely high. And then you put that in the uh, times two, and it's just incredible the amount of passion that uh, comes through in that. But anyway, and so I use Stitcher. And so uh, on my Stitcher stats, it tells me how long I've listened to or how many hours I've listened to, how many minutes I've listened to. It also tells me how many episodes I've listened to. And so I've listened to since January 31, 2012, to today which is june 26 2013 so a little less than a year and a half i've listened to 149 or 1049 episodes and i've listened for 353 hours and 21 minutes and so that's quite a bit um at least uh as i'm looking at it, i know there's some people that listen to podcasts a lot more that uh, they listen to a couple hours a day sometimes uh, as they go back and forth in their car or as they um, do some exercising and things like that. And so I try to take care, take advantage of some different opportunities. Uh, but I don't listen to as much as uh, now as I used to just because of the way my schedule is now. And so, but anyway, so that's just a little bit about what uh, I do with that. And so I know that both reading blogs and listening to podcasts could be a great benefit. And so if you're not doing much of that, I know you're listening to this podcast at least, and I know some of you are interacting on my blog, uh, but if you're not, uh, I would definitely encourage you to do a little bit more if you're able to, to try to interact a little bit more with uh, different blogs and podcasts that are out there. And so with that, let's go ahead and turn the ties just a little bit to just reading or listening to a podcast to actually doing one yourself. And so you want to move into blogging, you want to move into podcasting. And so here's just a couple benefits that I can think of off the top of my head. And first of all, you can train yourself to write regularly as you get ready to start a blog. Uh, maybe you already like writing, but you just don't have any schedule for it. You don't um, have any regular pattern that you sit down and do some of your writing. And so starting a blog can be a way to be able to get yourself to start writing regularly because you're not just doing it for yourself. You're now doing it for an audience. And so that audience might be uh, just five or 10 people. It might be 50 to 100 people. It might be uh, up into thousands uh, eventually. And so, no, you won't start off with thousands. Um, and so I've, I've grown from just a couple people and, and now I'm definitely in double digits pretty solidly. And so I'm looking forward to the time to be able to get triple digits regularly. And so I definitely appreciate the privilege to be able to write Writing is something that I have loved as long as I can remember. I remember back to uh, even like age six that I used to love just sitting down and writing some short stories. And so it'd just be uh, like a paragraph long or something like that, these short stories. And uh, I mentioned this in a 
blog post um, a couple weeks ago. And so, and so all those stories, they would always start with once upon a time and they would always end with happily ever after. And so, I mean, the, the normal kid type of stories. And so, I mean, a lot of the kid bedtime stories and stuff like that starting to end that way. And so that's how I started and ended the stories that I wrote. And so I, I, I always loved that. And as I grew up, I used to keep writing um, as part of my passion, as part of my desire, I always wanted to do something with writing growing up. And so as I became an adult, I started to want to do some things, but I let life get in the way. And then I had to take some time and uh, really put some focus into it. Uh, but then as I started to do some more blogging, it became something that was a little more of a requirement then. And I still have the passion. I still have the desire for it. But having that requirement helps me to be able to then sit down and actually start doing that writing that I've been wanting to do. And so uh, it helps you to be able to train yourself to do that more regularly. You can also start to be viewed as an expert in your field. And so this is for blogging and for podcasting. You can be able to start to be viewed as an expert in whatever topic it is that you're covering in there. And so you can you can start to be able to get that acclimate because you're putting content out there. People are starting to view that and they're reading that they're consuming that. And so as they do that, you're starting to be viewed as that expert because you're providing them with that information. You could also start to create connections with people. I mentioned this before that you're able to be able to connect with the bloggers and podcasters, the different audience. And then as you are the one providing the content, you'll start to develop your own audience, your own platform, as Michael Hyatt would say. And so you're able to then be able to start to make those connections and you'll be able to be able to grow your, your own network for uh, for the future, but you could be able to be able to provide that content and become be able to provide that value for other people as well. And then you could, uh, some of all of these benefits and then others as well that can be uh, involved in these things that you can start to have a benefit for your business. And so if you own your own business or you're just part of a business or something like that, and you're doing this as a part of it, this is something that could be able to help to grow your business. Now, of course, it's not a, a little lucky magic rabbit's foot or anything like that uh, to where just as soon as you start uh, to do these things that you're going to get some instant um, business from that. But it is something that over time it can grow into that. And so there's uh, plenty of people that have been able to drive business back to their business. And so they're, they're able to gain some new customers. They're able to uh, enhance the customers that they have and they become more loyal as a result of their blog or because of their podcast or both. And so they can be a benefit there. And then also another benefit of doing some blogging is that it can help you to write a book. And so uh, that is one thing that I am currently working on. And so I've shared several things in uh, my podcast and in the blog, and I'm turning those thoughts and um I kind of had this in mind as I started it uh, to be able to put them together into a book. And so we've covered some things, uh, if you remember, early on in the podcast. Uh, and then also, if you follow the blog, you've seen some things there regarding uh, the story of Joshua. And in the book of Joshua, it mentions there that Joshua left nothing undone that the Lord commanded Moses. And so I took that theme there of leaving nothing undone. And I started to develop some things uh, there based on a sermon I had read years ago and i took 
three simple points from that and I expanded it and I've added to it and looked at the life of Joshua and looked at how we can apply that in our lives today. And I've started to share those things on the blogs and the podcasts. And now I've uh, been putting those together and I'm uh, wrapping up some things for an, uh, for a book. And so, and hopefully that should be available in the near future. And so I'm going to be reaching out to some people for uh, trying to help me be able to get that launched and be able to get some final touches on it and things like that. There's going to be some bonuses that are going to be involved in there. Uh, so it's not going to be just a book. There's going to be, um, I'm planning on doing a paperback book as well as an ebook uh, on Kindle. And then I'm going to try to go ahead and record an audio version of it. I'm going to have some study guides to go along with it and some different things like that. And so I'm going to, I'm planning on trying to put together um, a great package deal to be able to get the people. And so blogging and podcasting can be something to help you to be able to launch something similar to that. And so I talked about Kent Sanders before, uh, he was on episode, uh, again, I believe that's number eight and he has been doing something called, uh, fit to create. And so it's a 40 day challenge that he has put out to his audience and, it's a 40 day thing. And so he sends out some emails and they're trying to become more fit. They're trying to work on, uh, eating better, losing weight, um, exercising and different things like that, becoming more fit. Um, and that can help to be able to help your, uh, creativity. And so his focus in his blog and his podcast is on creativity and some different things to be able to help with those. And so he has created this email uh, thing that you can be able to subscribe to and go through this. And his goal is by the end of this, that he could be able to have an ebook that could be available that he can be able to then turn around and be able to market and be able to sell. And he's going to add some things to it, add some other benefits and things like that. So I'm looking forward to being able to see what he's going to do with that as well. And so those are some of the benefits that can come from you stepping out and, trying to blog and trying to podcast. Now, how do you do this? And so again, I'm not a complete expert, but I'm going to share some simple steps that I can think of off the top of my head that you can be able to do. First of all, um, I'm going to share some things that are similar to both of them. And so, but I'm going to talk primarily about blogging, but first of all, you need to pick a topic or you can pick a couple related topics that you can write about consistently. And so these needs to be something that you're, that you have some kind of passion about something that, um, that you can get excited about so that it can help bring you back to that regularly. If you try to choose a topic that you think is just popular, but you're not necessarily excited about it, it's going to be difficult for you as time goes on for you to keep coming back to it. And, to keep bringing some new content and trying to find some new resources for people and different things like that. So you need to have some kind of passion about it, but then also it has to be something that you know something about. And so it can't just be, Oh yes, I love baseball. I have never played it myself, but I've seen it and I love it. it it's not going to work for you to start a baseball blog or podcast because you don't have that expertise in that area to start with. So you have to have at least some base. It doesn't mean you have to have a PhD in it. It doesn't mean you have to be uh, a quote unquote an expert as you start, but you have to have some kind of knowledge base. You have to have some kind of experience to be able to back it up as you get started. 
And so you need to have that uh, that combination of the passion and the and the knowledge as you do that. And so again, you need to pick one or maybe up to a couple topics that they're related to each other, so that you can be able to put them together on the same uh, blog or podcast. It's very helpful if they're if you keep it a more narrow niche. And so I know when I started my uh, blog over a year ago or restarted my blog over a year ago last May, I was doing a lot more broad of topics. And in some aspects, it was easier because I had all these different topics I could be able to choose from. But then I was, as I was writing each one, I would isolate different people from the content because some people wanted to follow some of the leadership things I was trying to uh, share. Then some people wanted to share um, or look into more of the spiritual things I was sharing and and so I, I've started to narrow my focus a little bit more as time goes on, and uh, there's definitely benefits to doing that. And so uh, if you can have one topic and be able to stick to that one topic, that's great. Or if you can have uh, just two or three or four topics that are similar, that there's enough similarities between them that it makes sense for them to be together, then you want to go ahead and do that. And then after you do that, you need to choose a name. And then with that, you need to choose um, that that goes with uh, having a title and a subtitle for your blog. And so you want to have something that can be um, you don't want it to be too clever, but you want it to be something that's catchy enough. uh, But you want to make sure that it's descriptive enough of what it is that you're trying to bring. And so you want to make sure that when people see the the name of your blog, that they can have an idea of what it's about. And so. I know there are some exceptions to this, but uh, as a rule, you want to try to uh, keep the name something simple, something that is uh, related to what you're doing. And so the name of uh, my blog and podcast is Quality Living Made Simple because I want to focus on developing a quality of life that is better, and I want to be able to implement uh, simplicity into that. And so again, that's a, the simple tips, tools, and ideas and things that I try to bring out to be able to provide that better quality of life. And so have something that is uh, a, a little more related to that. And then with that, you want to choose the right domain, the domain name, the name that shows up as you type it into your web browser. And so for the name of mine, it's qualitylivingmadesimple.com. And so I was able to use the name of the podcast and the name of the blog as the domain name. And so uh, that that could be a very good benefit for that so that if anybody searches for that, uh, that extra domain name helps with the search rankings in there. And so plus it helps people to remember where they can find you. It says, okay, the word that quality living made simple blog. Okay, where is that found? And so it can be very easy for people to remember where to find that if it's the same thing. And so, uh, but you want to try to make sure that you find the right domain name. You want to try to make it to where it's uh, simple enough for people to remember so they can be able to do that. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that they just find you on Google or they find you somewhere else online and all they're doing is clicking a link. In those cases, it doesn't really matter what the name is. But again, that's not going to be the only way that you're going to be advertising. It's not the only way that your name is going to be spread. And so you want to keep that in mind. Try to keep that simple. And so and then after you kind of get an idea of what you want to look for with that domain name, you need to set up um, a blog. And so you can either do that for free on WordPress.com. 
there's some other options there like blogger and different things like that but i definitely recommend wordpress and so you can go to wordpress.com you can set up a free account and you could be able to go ahead and take advantage of all those different things you can get set up very quickly and easily and again it's free and so you can be able to get started that way or uh, i think a better way is be able to go ahead and get your own hosting and to be able to get your own domain name and you could be able to uh, then install the wordpress um onto your site and that would be wordpress.org and so that's a self-hosted site there and so you put that and then that way people can go to yoursite.com as opposed to yoursite.wordpress.com and so it's a lot easier it's a lot simpler it looks a lot more professional when you do that uh, if you want to get some more information about that i'm going to be putting together a tutorial myself but for now i'm going to go ahead and point you in the direction of michael hyatt he's put together a great tutorial on people being able to uh, set up WordPress for themselves. And so it goes through the process of, uh, I, uh, I think he goes through and uh, starts with getting the hosting and then from uh, even from there, then being able to install the WordPress and get things set up for that. And so I'm gonna have a link in the show notes um, to that to make it simple, but you can go to michaelhyatt.com forward slash easy dash WordPress dash setup.html and so it's quite a mouthful for trying to do it audio but again there's going to be a link in the show notes if you want to go there or you can go to michaelhyatt.com and you can easily be able to find that i believe he has a link there in his sidebar to be able to get to that tutorial and so that can be able to help you to be able to get set up for that okay so as you're doing this you get it you got your topic, you got your name, you got your title, you got your domain name, you're getting set up with WordPress, and now you're getting all this together. What do you gotta do now? You gotta write. You gotta write, just very simply, you gotta write. And so you gotta sit down and write the content. You wanna start getting uh, content out there. You wanna start getting on your blog. And so of course, uh, there's some other uh, things that you want to take in consideration too as you're setting that up you want to get your about page uh, you want to get some other resources available on there you want to try to get some different things like that uh, going on your site as well you want to get it tweaked as far as a theme uh, try to get it uh, appealing to the eye and so try to get some images and uh, different graphics and things like that and so those are some things that you want to try to do as well but for the most part, you want to get out there and you want to start writing. You want to start providing that content. And so one thing you want to try to do too is to be consistent when you're publishing that. And WordPress makes this very easy. You can sit down in one day if you want to and you can write 10 posts in one day. And then you can schedule those to come out at certain intervals so that... Uh, you don't have to worry about going on every single day that you want to post it and then post that information. You could uh, schedule that ahead of time. And so that makes it very easy to be able to do that. So you can write those 10 posts all at once and then you can say, okay, I want to do three days a week. So the first one's going to be on Monday, the next one on Wednesday, the next one on Friday, and then the fourth post is going to be next week on Monday and so forth. And so you can be able to schedule that ahead of time and you don't even have to think about it uh, for those for those times because it's going to automatically post at that time and people can't access it until it's posted and so uh, that, that's something that could be a help there as well but you want to try to be consistent 
in how you write. And so you want to try to do it. If you want to do it just once a week, make sure that you keep it consistent doing it every week. If you want to do it twice a week, do it three times a week. If you want to do it four or five times a week. And so you want to try to be consistent in how you're doing that. And so one reason is people are creatures of habit. And so they come to develop habits of certain things. And so they expect certain things on certain days and or maybe even just each and every day they expect to go through and do certain things. And so if you can be more consistent in when you publish, then that can be a great benefit to you as well. That's one thing that I'm working on. Uh, myself. And so I'm trying to test a few things here to try to see exactly which days and times are best for me to try to post. And so I've been kind of uh, bouncing around a little bit here lately, uh, trying to test the waters as far as when the best time to be able to post things and be able to get it out there. Um, But I plan on stabilizing that very soon. And so if you want to give me some feedback on that for yourself, you can email me feedback at quality living made simple dot com and you could be able to give me some feedback on when you think um is best for you to be able to receive content uh maybe you can give me feedback on how much content you think you'd like to receive and so forth and so you can go ahead and do that or you can go to the website you can leave a comment the show notes at simple living.us forward slash 19 or you can click on the feedback button there and you can be able to send me an email that way or even a voicemail there and you can be able to give me some feedback regarding how much content you want and what days are best for you or maybe there's a time of the day that's best for you to be able to get that information and so that can help me to be able to solidify the decision that i'm going to be making and so here in the next couple weeks i'm going to solidify that i'm going to uh, try to stay to that schedule and so so that every monday wednesday friday or tuesday wednesday thursday or, or whatever days it ends up being that I post my content. And so, and then also if you have a preference on the time of day, maybe the time of day doesn't matter to you. Maybe the day of the week doesn't matter to you. That's fine. You can go ahead and give me some feedback there saying, Hey, it doesn't matter. Just go ahead, do what's, what's easiest. Just let me know. Just let me know. I'd like to hear from you on that, but you want to try to be consistent. And so again, I'm trying to work on that myself. And then uh, another thing you want to do as you're blogging is you want to try to include a picture with the post and so not just having uh the text not just the words but to be able to have a picture to go with that as well and so i mean you can just look uh you can as you're going anywhere you see books you see magazines one of the great things that um helps draw your attention is the pictures that are there it's not just the words that are on the page but it's the pictures and so uh, a lot of people are drawn to it that way and so plus the pictures help to enhance the content and so sometimes it could be a humorous thing that can help to draw someone in sometimes it could be a very serious thing um there's a wide range that you could be able to do as you're trying to include images and so you want to try to include those in there though and so there's some different resources that you can do. You can, of course, take a picture yourself and be able to put that on there. And so that can help personalize things quite a bit. I've had a couple of pictures that I've taken myself and I've included those on some posts. There is one where I tuck a uh, towel in my shirt as a cape and I took a picture of that and I used that back at the uh, beginning of May. Um, and so and said that even Superman needs to take a break. And so... Um, and so I kind of 
used a little humor with that. And so, but that was a picture that I took myself and that I go ahead, went ahead and used that. Because one thing you want to do is you want to be careful about copyright. Any image, any con uh, text, anything that you find online is automatically copyrighted by whoever put that up. And so you want to be careful about just taking a picture. Not Don't just do a Google search and then go ahead and look into images and find a picture that you like and then go ahead and just grab that and use it. You want to be careful because every single image, every single picture that you come across is copyrighted. And so now there's some to where all you got to do is just simply ask and say, hey, can I use this picture? And and they, they can give you permission. And a lot of times all you got to do is just put a uh, reference back to it and a link back to it uh, to where you got the original image. And so if you do that uh, via Google, but there's other sites as well. There, I know there's iStock Photo. Um there is some other services. You can go to Flickr and in Flickr, uh, I've started using that a little bit more. They have a section uh, called the Creative Commons. That's pictures that people put up there that you can be able to take and you can use. And all you have to do is just um, uh, put an attribution on there um, and saying that it got the photo from such and such and then provide a link back to it. And so uh, just doing something simple like that. And there's a lot of other resources that you can find out there um, for that. And so you can probably just do some simple Google searches to be able to get some other resources for that as well. And so, but that's kind of uh, focusing on the blogging for a podcast. You start the same way. So you want to start by finding a topic that you can be able to cover. Again, you want to try to keep it specific. You want to try to keep it narrow that you could be able to, uh, again, something that you have a passion about, something that you could be able to come back to, that you have a knowledge base about. So all those same things that we talked about with the blog apply to a podcast as well. And so then you want to pick a name and a title. And so, and I think with podcasts, it's probably even more important that you have a great title and a great name for the podcast than with blogging. And so... You want to make sure that you do a good job with that. And so, and if you go with uh, doing a podcast, you want to make sure that you also get a website to go along with that. Don't just put a podcast out there. Try to get a website out there that you can be able to draw people back to. Um, and so you want to try to do that. And I would advise that if you're going to do a podcast, you might as well go ahead and do some blogging with it too. And so uh, that's kind of what I'm doing. And so I'm putting out this podcast every week, but then I'm going to be blogging a couple times a week. And so all that content uh, gets put together. And so you can be able to get all that content. Um, and so that, that helps both with search rankings. It helps with being able to engage with your audience, be able to connect with people better. And so it helps be able to get the, the name out also. And so you want to try to keep those uh, same things. And again, uh, setting up with WordPress would definitely be advised. And in WordPress, uh, there is a certain plugin that I would definitely recommend, and that would be the Blueberry PowerPress plugin. And so that is a very uh, powerful and yet a very simple tool that you could be able to use to be able to publish your pod, um, podcast with or to be able to display them on your website. And so uh, it, it makes it very easy to, be able to, use, uh, to use that. And so you want to try to do that as well. And then also uh, you want to... Um, uh, let's see here. Um, you want to make sure that you do that again. Consistency is very important as well as you are 
podcasting. And so if you're going to do a weekly podcast, do your absolute best to stay on top of that and be able to provide that content every week. And so you want to try to make sure that you have that information available um, for that. And so, so far, um, this is episode 19. I've hit every single week so far. I haven't missed a week yet. And so I don't have any plans in the near future of missing a week, but uh, you want to have that consistency so that when people subscribe to that, people look forward to the different podcasts. And so I know there's a couple of people that I mentioned that they have thoroughly enjoyed the podcast uh, here, this this podcast. And so they look forward to getting the new episodes as they come out. And so I definitely appreciate that. And so if you miss a week, people are going to start to wonder what's going on. If you miss too much, then people might just go ahead and unsubscribe uh, because they have other things they can go to. And so you might have some loyal people that are going to go ahead and uh, stay with you anyway, even if you take a longer break like that. But you want to try to stay consistent and so uh, even if you want to go ahead and just do every other week, uh, because maybe once a week is too much for you, um, try to keep it consistent. And so keep it coming out every two weeks. And so, and I mentioned the Entrepreneur on Fire, that podcast comes out every single day. Um, that To me, that just seems uh, too crazy, but especially with my schedule, there's no way I'd be able to do a daily podcast like that. But he's been consistent with that. He hasn't missed. And so he started... Uh, sometime last fall and he has uh, over 200 episodes out because he's been doing it every single day and so he's able to uh, get a lot of content out and he's been able to grow a great audience as a result of it so you want to have that consistency that's there and so you also want to try to strive to have the best audio quality that you can and so I know that uh, there are financial restraints there's time restraints sometimes on being able to Uh, do some things. And so I definitely understand that. Uh, But you definitely want to, if you're able to go ahead and invest just a little bit to be able to get some better equipment and then uh, eventually maybe get some better software. And so I mentioned last episode that I got a new microphone and it has improved the quality of the audio. And so it's been able to cut out a lot more of the background noise and things like that. And then uh, and so it's been a, a blessing to me to be able to have this. And then also I got a windscreen, the little black foam thing that goes over the top of the microphone. And so that helps to cut out a little bit more as well. And then I also, um, since last episode, I got a pop filter as well. And so what that does is it's a, a, a little round disc that goes between the microphone and my mouth. And it uh, cuts out a lot of the the harsher Um, sounds that would come with like the P's and things like that. So it doesn't pop so much as it goes into the microphone. And so, or maybe if you smack your lips, it's not quite as loud and it's not quite as obvious into the recording. And so you want to try to invest a little bit in the microphone and the the whole setup they got, the microphone, the windscreen and the pop filter was all less than $50. And so I got those on Amazon. I'll go ahead and have some links in the show notes uh, for those if you're interested in looking into that. And if you uh, click on that link and you go and buy anything that uh, is uh, Amazon affiliate for me. And so uh, that can be able to give me just a small uh, portion there that can come back to me and to be able to help support the show and things like that. And so that would definitely be helpful. But uh, that's some uh, things there that you can be able to be able to get. And so I would definitely not recommend just speaking into your laptop, into the built-in microphone. You definitely don't get a very good quality. I've accidentally done this 
once or twice on this podcast. And so I, I've had to do some work trying to edit to try to make the quality sound a little bit better. Uh, because when you do it that way, it sounds too distant and it picks up a lot of background noise. And so um, I had my headset plugged in, but I didn't make sure to switch the right microphone as I was um, starting to record. Uh, it was a Skype um, episode uh, or a ep- interview that I was doing. And so as I was uh, going through the interview, I didn't notice the difference. But then when I went back and listened to it, I'm like, ooh, that doesn't sound right. And then I was able to look back and I noticed that I did not turn my microphone on, even though I had it plugged in, I didn't switch it on in Skype uh, to be able to use my headset microphone that I had at the time, as opposed to the built-in microphone that was in the uh, laptop. And so uh, you want to try to do the best you can to try to work on the audio quality. And so um, just real quickly, um, a piece of software that you can download for free which again, free is always good. And so, uh, and Audacity is the software I would suggest for uh, starting out to try to um, try to work your audio into your thing. And so right now I am actually recording into my computer onto Audacity. And so you can be able to do that and it does a, uh, it does a really good job and then you can do some good editing and things like that. And so you can be able to adjust the amplification of the audio as you do that, you can uh, do some things to level out the volume so that there can be times when you're talking a little bit louder into the microphone and maybe some other times when you're a little quieter, maybe you move away from the microphone a little bit or something and so it gets a little quieter. And so you can be able to do that and you can level it out or you're doing an interview and one of you is louder than the other that uh, you can be able to level out the volume so that it's a little more consistent throughout uh, you can do some fading in and fading out um, as you're doing some different things. And so uh, it has a lot of great effects. And so a lot of a lot of things there. And again, Audacity is free. And so a lot of things that you can be able to learn with that. And so, again, you want to try to get a good microphone or at least a decent microphone. And so you want to do that. You want to have a pair of headphones that you can be able to use and that can help you to be able to listen to yourself or even to... Um, as you go back and you do some post, um, editing. And so you can be able to listen to that with the mark, uh, with the headphones and it helps you to be able to get a, be able to hear what's going on better. And you can be able to do a better job at editing. And so you want to do that. And then, uh, some things I haven't gotten yet, but there's some other equipment that you can get as you, uh, start to make some more professional steps. And so you can get a mixer that you can plug a microphone into and other inputs and outputs and, you can be able to get a mixer for that. You can get a condenser and you can get an amplifier and different things like that. That You can be able to control the quality of the sound um, and the volume of the sound and all that um, right there with those equipment. They can do a better job than uh, just trying to do it in, the, in a post-editing type of situation. And so I have not made the steps to get those type of things yet, but I definitely have those in the back of my mind on a list that I would like to eventually get to. And so you can be able to do that. And again, uh, if you would like to get some more help on trying to get started with a blog or a podcast, definitely send me a note 
And I would definitely love to try to help you the best I can to be able to get started with that, try to get you going in the right direction. Uh, but also, uh, I can point you in the direction of some people that help you with podcasting. And so I mentioned Dave Jackson. You can go to schoolofpodcasting.com and you can find him there. And he has a lot of great resources and he can be a good help there to help you get started. Uh, and then also Daniel J. Lewis. And he has the Audacity podcast. And so that's a podcast and a blog that he has there. And he shares a lot of great information. Um, he shares some things about Audacity. Uh, the program, but then also just to have the guts to go out and do podcasting and to be able to do that with passion. And so you can go to audacitypodcast.com for him. And then uh, the last one I would recommend is Cliff Ravenscraft, and he is the podcastanswerman.com. He has the Podcast Answer Man podcast. And so he shares a lot of great information, and he does uh, a lot more than just podcasting. And so he shares some different things as far as social media, some different things uh, um, as far as reaching out through different medias as well as just podcasting. But he emphasizes a lot about having an audio podcast. And so he has a lot of great resources. So he has been um, one of the go-to guys for even a lot of the big names. I believe Michael Hyatt, Dan Miller, and others have gone to him to be able to get help starting in their blogger to be able to improve their um podcast not blogs excuse me but the help with their podcasts and so definitely a great resource there and so uh, this episode has actually gone longer than I anticipated and so we're coming up 53 minutes and so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start to wrap this up and so again if you want to uh, see some of these resources you can go to the um, go to the website you can go to the show notes at simpleliving.us forward slash 19. And you can be able to see the resources there. I'm going to try to have as much of this there with links uh, available to some of the resources. And so you can be able to go there, do that. Also, definitely feel free to share some information that you may have. Maybe you have some additional tips, some additional benefits that I didn't mention. Uh, or maybe you have some questions. I would definitely be open to that. And then also don't forget to stop by the blog and you can be able to Leave a question for John Acuff there, uh, if you can get that in by Friday, June 28th. And so I'm going to be interviewing him that morning, that Friday morning. And so if you get that in, I can do my best to try to work that into the interview. I may not be able to get all the questions in, but I'm going to try to get in what I can. I have my own set of questions as well, and I'm going to try to ask him there. And so I uh, definitely want to... Uh, leave that open for you if you want to try to get that. And so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and invite you to share this with your friends, share this with your social circles. I would invite you to uh, go to iTunes, try to leave a review for me. And so I definitely appreciate that to help make the show a lot more visible to others as well as they're trying to look for similar content. And so I would definitely appreciate that. Definitely feel free to follow me on Twitter. That's at Joshua W. Rivers. And so I kind of took a little bit of a, a break there for a little bit, or I wasn't quite as active. And uh, I wasn't following as many people for a little bit. Um, but if you want to uh, go ahead and connect with me on Twitter, uh, you can be able to do that. You can follow me and then send me a quick note. Uh, saying that you enjoy the podcast and I'll be sure to follow you back as well. 
And so I definitely appreciate each and every one of my followers there and the interactions I've been able to have. And so with that, I think we're going to go ahead and close this episode. So thank you again for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also, go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now, go and create the quality of life you deserve. Simple, 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 simple.